0: Welcome to the Commission Client Podcast. These are the real and raw stories of people that use their health success and struggles to better lead and serve others. If your goal of getting healthy is to have a static achievement, you will always come up short. Instead, find purpose in your health gains and be commissioned to better serve your purpose. I'm your guide and host, Dr. Kurt Perkins, introducing you to the real heroes in healthcare, the people just like you. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome to the Commissioned Client Podcast. Um, and I struggle with the name of it because I feel like Commissioned Client sounds like a business podcast, but this is nothing—nothing nothing really to do with business. Commission meaning like somebody gets the authority to go do something else, and so a lot of a lot of patients turn into clients, meaning that a patient means a long-term sufferer, and I don't want that to be the—that's what chronic illness is: is long-term suffering. And so I want to turn that into more a client who then, then turns into and finds a bigger purpose. And so we have Ian joining us today, and he kind of epitomizes that, like using his own health struggles and struggles and successes and challenges along the way to now launching that into helping other people kind of that same same boat. So um, I guess, Ian, if you wanted to tell your story a little bit. and
1: Yeah, wow. Well. Well, you know first off I a thanks for for the opportunity here I mean this is uh, so it's a wonderful um, a wonderful way to, to communicate to others I think um, you know so for for me you know it's uh, my my story is is really um, not uncommon from you know from a lot of uh, folks that, that have autoimmunity um, there's a lot of a lot of challenges with, uh, with autoimmune disease. I was diagnosed with, uh, ulcerative colitis in 2003 and, um, you know, really just after, you know, before, before 2003, I, I didn't really have, uh, you know, too many, too many warning signs that, you know, anything was going awry. Um, uh, but after, after that point, it was, after 2003, it seemed like, um, yeah you know, I spent quite a little bit of time in and out of the hospital uh, I was on numerous medications uh, you know just over over the years uh, six seven different med- med- daily maintenance medications and uh, steroids and uh, you know I, I never really felt entirely well um, even with you know taking all all these these meds I mean it just maybe even 50 sixty percent I just didn't didn't feel well um, and I struggled a, a long time with, uh, you know, with ups and downs, and uh, 2015, I had a, a, a pretty major flare. I would say it was it was a life-threatening kind of condition, and uh, it, it really prompted me. It really kind of just was a catalyst for a lot of really positive change for me, and uh, 2015, I, I prior to that I had a, a number of things that had happened, uh, deaths in the family and, um, people that I was, was very close to had, had passed away and, um, just, just a number of things that just kind of led to this, this, uh, adrenal fatigue state leading to, um, uh, just a, a flare that I could not get under control even with, uh, with, uh, large doses of steroids. As soon as I would come off the steroids, it just would come right back. Um, you know, so I, I knew, you know, at that point after losing forty or fifty pounds over the course of four or five months, and just being extremely anemic and fatigued and tired, I, I knew I needed to, uh, to, to do something different. Um, and it really was. I, I remember the day in 2015 I was sitting in a, in a doctor's office and uh, was trying to get some short-term leave um, from work just so I could recover and. I really had some, some kind of light bulb moments as a result of that interaction with the doctor and you know, it was it's not the the best interaction um at the time, but actually it it really was, was I think what I needed. I needed a little bit of a you know, just kind of a, a like that catalyst to to help me to, to move in a different direction. So I really um you know, I, at that point I started to seek out alternative type of, of healthcare providers and um i found uh, an acupuncturist and a physician acupuncturist physician and his wife was a nutritional therapist and that was uh really kind of the turning point for me and, and it was the point where i started to realize that you know i i did have or i do have uh a level of of control over over my own health despite all the things that i had been told over the years that you know i just i there's nothing i can do about it um just have to take your your medications and just and uh you know just and move on um but the things that I was taught you know during this process uh, of of really getting healthy and starting to identify the things that were were ultimately triggers for me they were um you know things that I had been doing over and over and over and over to my body um in a lot of cases not even really knowing that I was doing these things and just having the right team and the right people around me to to be able to kind of open my eyes to that was was uh, was hugely hugely critical to where I'm at now. I, I just I feel like if I hadn't been on this path, if I hadn't started on this path, I, I might not be doing this this podcast here today. Um, so I'm, I'm ultimately grateful for for the people that have have crossed my path in in route to uh, to where I'm at now, which is kind of. Uh, in, in the same spirit as, as this podcast here is, you know, just really wanting to reach out and help people, um, you know, with, with what I've learned. So that's kind of really kind of the, the, the nuts and bolts of it from, from the start. Awesome. Like during that, that
0: period where you lost 40 to 50 pounds, what was, what was like the traditional kind of what were their answers for that? Like what was their explanations? And
1: well, the, the first thing, um, that they, ultimately the discussion was around the next type of medication. Um, So it was, it was Remicade was the next, uh, was the next step. So I never did advance to any, any of those or any biologics or anything like that. Um, And that was really kind of the turning point for me was, was, you know, just knowing how significant of a, of a drug that is. And, And I know some, you know, in some cases, I mean, some people, you know, may just absolutely need that. But, you know, at the point where I was at, I just, I had this light bulb and it just changed, you know, something just inside me just lit up. And I was, I, I knew what I needed to do.
0: So that meeting with that doctor, was it more like he encouraged you to seek something else or like, you're just fed up with his recommendations and you kind of like, it, I got to take matters into my own hand.
1: Yeah, it was, it was more just taking matters into my own hand. It was, um, you know the the feedback that that I was given was was you know not great. It was um, you know more more prednisone. Uh, you know we need to we need to get in get you in here and do some some more labs and take a look at things and um, it it really was nothing that they that the doctor had said to me that um, you know ultimately uh, gave me that light bulb moment other than just kind of I guess the adversity of how I felt at the moment. You know it was something entirely different on how just how I felt. I didn't feel like I wanted to go down that path of taking something that was going to shut off my immune system, you know. Uh, So it it ultimately it just, um, yeah, it moved in in an opposite direction of, of that. So what was kind of, was the alternative world new to you,
0: or had you already been trying to do some more natural stuff and just,
1: but not like a full effort with it? It wasn't a full effort. I mean, the 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 interesting thing was is that when I was diagnosed with the colitis in 2003, and shortly after that, or actually it was right around that same time, um, my wife went to uh, the Atlanta School of Massage, and she learned uh, a, a lot about uh, Chinese theory and the uh, five elements. And um, a lot of the things that she brought home really kind of, was a primer for, you know, learning to calm my mind. And I, I really started doing meditation after that. Yeah. Um, and we started to, to really look at, uh, her instructor was an acupuncturist and he was a really good acupuncturist. Um, and that's kind of how it all started. Uh, but it was nothing really more than acupuncture. You know, I, I, I guess I, I didn't really know too much about anything else. I didn't know about you know the, the body's innate intelligence I didn't know about you know the fact that you know I, there's uh, you know certain uh, foods and triggers and things that I had been eating and you know environmental toxins and I, I didn't understand all of that stuff you know so I, I never really did seek out anybody other than you know than say you know an acupuncturist okay cool um, like in what areas have you had to be the, your biggest health advocate
0: kind of in that 2003 to 2015 time frame or were you even or you just kind of go with the flow well
1: you know i I would say from 2003 when i was first diagnosed with with the colitis it was it was a a brick i mean just hit me like a ton of bricks i mean i didn't know really kind of what to do with all this information and i i I walked around aimlessly for a couple years trying to you know, like, do as much research as I could. I actually started the uh, SED diet back then, and I failed miserably at it. Oh. I, I was doing – I had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't have a good team around me to really help guide me. And um, I was really on autopilot after that. You know, for, for a good – I'd say, jeez, uh, I don't know, probably until 2015. You know, I, I probably just – was like yeah, I'll, I'll take your medications. I went to my appointments. I you know I, I did my standard you know five minute appointment with my doctor where he like checked everything. He's like okay, you're good. You know and you can leave. And it was it was pretty much autopilot. But I think what really uh, became apparent to me is in 2015 I had such a uh, a 180 from where I had been and where I was going that the people around me and the people that were closest to me. You know, outside of my life um, had really started to really kind of question my sanity a little bit, you know. As far as maybe you need to go see a mental health doctor because of all this stuff that you're oh, doing wow. is, you know, just I mean, I had, you know, people just, you know, my, um, you know, some of my family members were were just seemed kind of really, uh, just not really understanding what I was doing, you know, just the uh, wanting to. Find root causes and want to understand, you know, what it is. Oh, they thought
0: that was the crazy part.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the crazy part was that I I would choose to to go away from the standard approach from from pills and medicines. I had, you know, uh, you know, my my sister in law actually. I mean, I, she she cares about me and I care about her, um, you know. And it was just one of those things that she she was worried, and her you know initial approach was to kind of seek out another gastroenterologist in a number, you know, and I had a referral to somebody. And I'm not saying that, you know, that that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying that it's it was kind of one of those 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 things of, you know, I I don't really understand and like the direction you're going here and I I hadn't hadn't really put on the weight, you know, the weight back on um you know, and, and quite honestly in 2015 and 16 be- between and uh, in, in that years time frame, I was I was in pretty bad shape. I was was doing a, a there was a lot of uh, healing reactions that were going on at the time too. Uh, so that, you know, complicated things. But, um, you know, I, I think ultimately it just, that that was the, the biggest thing for me was just standing my ground and knowing, you know, I I had this, this level of certainty that I hadn't had in a long time that I was like, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure this out. And I'm going to find the right people. I'm going to align myself with the right people, and that's what I did, and that's what I'm still doing. And it just it was it was a little bit hard for to to see the the looks on people's faces and see you know just kind of the the level of concern. Like, oh my goodness, I mean, you just you're not you don't look like you're doing well here. And um, you know, I'm doing much better now, you know, than it was back back then. But it's uh, it, it was tough. It was a struggle. I really had to just kind of you know, just kind of try to uh, filter out a lot of the stuff I was getting back from people. And it wasn't just family, but it was, uh, you know, just random people, you know, <laughs> just kind of, yeah. so it was, um, it was a challenging time. I think that was probably the the, the biggest time where, you know, where I, I had to really be my own health advocate and I just had to really say no a lot, you know, to, to people as far as Going out to doing your standard stuff of going out to restaurants all the time, and um, you know, not that that's a a bad thing for in moderation, but it just at the time I couldn't, I was on a very strict GAPS diet, and it wasn't something I could really do. So, where'd that certainty
0: come from? Because I mean, struggling from what a 12 year time span of
1: kind of uncertainty, like, how did that click? You know, I. I just I, I feel like it's was divine intervention, you know, or I had something along those lines, because it just I, I can't fully explain where the level of certainty, you know, came from in that moment. But it was just very clear to me that how I just I I knew exactly what I wanted to do, you know, and I I, I honestly couldn't wait for the appointment to get over with. And I just you know shook my doctor's hand, and I, I knew that I wasn't going to come back. I was going <laughs> to. You know, and um, it just—I had this level of excitement around it, and I—I've I, always been a very determined person, and I—I'm I, sure that that's a—you a, a, know—big part of this is just a my problem-solving nature of trying to figure out, you know, how to how things work, and you know, maybe that that had a, a lot of fuel behind this, um, but it, mostly I, I think. I mean, a, a good part of it was just knowing that the medications that I had taken over the years, it seemed like I would work. They would work for a little while. I would be, you know, kind of okay with it, and then I would have either some life trigger or something would happen that would just just take my feet out from underneath me, and it would never work again. So then we have to try another medication, and then it was the same drill with that one. You know, we would just kind of do this, this. You know, kind of ramping up a little bit, and then it just seemed like it would stop working. Um, and quite frankly, I got tired of that. I got tired of of just ending up in the hospital. I got tired of of uh, you know just just feeling like I just had absolutely no control over any of this. You know, and I, I I I really I really bought into a lot of that. That it's you know that food. There's no connection with food. You know, there's, there's nothing to do with food intolerances or sensitivities or any of that stuff. It has nothing to do with what your problem is. You know, you just need to take your medications and just, and just you know, be a good patient. And that's coming from GI docs, like specialists
0: that, yeah. Yeah. that see has. no tie between food and where your food ends up going.
1: Yeah, you know, and I, and I had a, a gastroenterologist that um, had told me, he says, you know, well, you, you take these medications so you can eat what you want. And that was that was kind of that I remember that, it stuck with me. But the thing was is I really couldn't still eat what I wanted. You know, and, and there was a reason for that. The reason was is because, you know, years later, you know, I find out that I have a number of sensitivities, a number of things that I've been doing over the years that yeah. were really just throwing fuel on my own fire. You know, and that just the you know, God bless the guy, but I mean I just I it, it wasn't a great answer. Did you ever have like like a total bottom out, I want to give up moment. You know, it was it was prior to that um, that visit with the doctor in 2015 in December of 2015, and it was. Uh, there's been a number of times, you know, even after that, but this this was something where you know the I was taking large doses of prednisone for months at a time. I would taper off of them and then the bleeding would come right back and then I would have to go back on something else and then stop it and the bleeding would come right back and I seemed to be in a flare state for over a year um you know and it just it was uh I I was very very hopeless at this point I I think it was probably one of the points in my life where I was it was probably the lowest I'd ever been really you know and, and it it just you know, the 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 points after after the um, you know after this were, were were things that were kind of self-induced a little bit um, unfortunately I, I had was on the recovery path and I had um, come across uh, some some toxins when I was doing a house repair or was doing a um, uh, some things getting ready to sell a house we we're preparing the house and there were, were some some chemicals that I had come in contact with, and that set me back tremendously, um, unfortunately, and it, it, um, you know, that was, that, that was a point where I had kind of started to question things a little bit, you know, as far as, because I I still didn't understand the mechanics of it all, they didn't understand the the physiology and anatomy of it, that, you know, the toxins, I mean, it's that. That, that cup, I mean, just it can only hold so much, and I just was tipping that thing over really bad. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I lost a, a a lot of a lot of hope there, but yeah, I think the, the team that I had that that I was working with at the time, I think they were really good and to help me to kind of remediate that a little bit, um, helped to get me you know back on the you know, back on the path of, of of thinking more positively about it.
0: You kind of have like a bunch of hits from different areas of life. Like, what's what was you think was the biggest? So you said those people had passed away. There was like the toxic overload. There's was... you talking about like um, after the flare, or are you talking about kind of any time, like before or after. Um. Well, you know there was because I think just in perspective. People think because traditional medicine is is so heavy on this, like one cause, like everything has to have a direct cause for it to have any any significance into the expression of whatever. Sure. Where that's never the case. Like, like you said, it's like this cup. Like things keep piling on and piling on. And it could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be chemical, it could be nutritional, it could be social. Like all these things where we don't oftentimes look at those outside influences as what could be kind of being a tipping point for those things.
1: You know, there, there, I, was, I was in the Marines. Um, and in 1992, I had an accident. Um, and I, I, I fell on Mount Fuji in Japan. I shattered my frontal sinus, and I had spinal fluid that was draining into my sinus cavities. <laughs> um, that that whole experience was was pretty awful, um, but it was it was a pretty pretty major deal, and I, I didn't realize the significance of it at the time, you know. And I do a lot of reading now about the connection, the gut brain connection, and the, the bidirectional communication that kind of just the inflammation response it just kind of feeds off of one another, Um, you know, and and I think that has been quite challenging as as I've gotten older. Um, You know, I I think there's a huge correlation between the the colitis and the, the, you know, the the head injury that I had. So I I do a lot of, of, you know, different things to try and, you know, stimulate blood flow to the brain and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, I think that's, Probably one of the, you know, one of the things that, that I think about quite a little bit is you know, maybe if that had happened at a different point in time, maybe if it had happened when I wasn't in the, in the military, maybe if it happens, I, I, I don't really understand you know, all the circumstances around it other than that I know it's very critical to do certain things at the time of a head injury. And I think there's a lot of things that were done wrong. You know, and I just, for one, I was set up in a, in a, in a, in a. Um, I wasn't set, I wasn't admitted to the hospital when the, after the accident happened, I was put in uh, a holding barracks. I had to come back in the morning and get x-rays. And then they saw that there was fluid in my, 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 Jeez. my sinus cavities. And then, uh, they're like, oh, we got to get you in for surgery. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so there was just, from a cognitive perspective I mean I think there was there's a whole number of, of brain protective things that could have been done you know, maybe back in the 90s I mean, we wouldn't really know too much about as much as we know now about were you within a
0: base at that point or were you out like out in the field
1: it, well I was at a base at this point okay. I, it was it was a long ride to get back to the base but uh, oh, okay gotcha but once I, I did get there it was a, it was a naval hospital in Japan um, uh, and a military base there and um, you know I, I quite honestly there was nothing that was really done for that i mean yeah i I did you know go to the the va and stuff after that but i mean ultimately there was no um you know no no supplementation or anything to to really kind of help with neurotransmitters or right you know just help with blood flow or you know it just seemed like i think maybe things would have been a little better off now for me if if i would have kind of had that approach but um you know, I I can't I don't don't fault anybody, and I don't you know, I'm not uh, uh, it's not a, a huge you know uh, feeling of disappointment for me because I it is what it is I mean right right but yeah you're not playing victim to it yeah but I think
0: that highlights like so yeah that was that 1992 and then 2003 is when the gut stuff started flaring uh-huh. up so I mean there's a a decade of gap there where yeah. I think a lot of people miss the connection of like, hey, what happened to me in even my childhood? Like well, those types of things will lead to a cascade and just this perpetual pattern of absolutely dysfunction until it, there is that breaking point. You're
1: like, okay, now things are hitting the it, fan. And I did have um, in the late '90s, or actually probably '95, '94-'95 time frame. Um, I did have a couple of things that had happened to me that I just I dismissed. I didn't really think that they were. That, they, that there was there there was anything significant to it, but yeah. looking back at it now and knowing what I know now, it, it really was um, my body kind of telling me that you know hey you're 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 dysbiotic your your gut bacteria is is imbalanced and it was you know more things like uh, getting like tonsil rocks oh, and wow. things like that and um, you know I had really bad uh, ear wax buildup and you know just. Things that I didn't really equate to, it didn't really like. Didn't really think about the connection, you know. I know nope, most of us, you know, we don't even really right. think about that, you know. And then later on, I'm I'm thinking about it now. I'm thinking, well, that's a, that was a really actually a pretty big sign, yeah. You know that I, you know, my in order for something like that to happen, I, I've got some, you know, some of those 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 bad pathogens really kind of flourishing in the gut, um, you know, so that. I I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's a, one of these things in life, I think we're, you know, we, we step up, we, we, we keep constantly just kind of learning more, and then we take another step, and then we learn more, and we take another step, and, um, you know, I just obviously didn't, didn't have the, the knowledge or the people or the wisdom around me at the time to really know. Like, how do you not play,
0: uh, how do I say it? Yeah, like, how do you not play victim to those circumstances? Like, what was, like, the mental... And this might be a personality. I mean, if you're a Marine, then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure things just kind of roll off and you take it as you go. But I feel like that's a huge hang-up with people as they start finding identity in, in their diagnosis or they keep coming back to, well, because this happened, and that's like, how they start every sentence, that they're never going to move on from that. Like,
1: Well, you know, I think... um the the accident and the the head injury and stuff like that I you know I there was a, a level of like toughness that I felt about it you know it was like you know I, I stayed in the Marines you know I was on light duty for a little while I had massive scar over my head they had 180 staples that you know just all all over my head um, you know and it was it was it was kind of one of those things I'm like you know I I'm tough you know I can handle this and um, it was different when I was diagnosed with with the, the colitis, and I I don't know if it was just the the timing or or what it was, but um, I, I did feel a little um, like like a, like a victim, you know. I, I did I did feel like I don't have any options, I don't have any choices, and unfortunately, I just feel like that is kind of what I was being fed, you know. I was being fed That's that I don't sure. really have any choices. I don't so I just kind of adopted this, you know, and I, I spent. A good part of, you know, from 2003 probably to 2007, where I just was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll just, I'll take the pills and, you know, I just, it is what it is. In 2007, I had a little bit of a, a little bit of a metamorphosis. It grew a little bit. Um, I started exercising and working out a lot. I've always exercised. I've always been a runner, but I got more into weight training uh, in 2007. And that's when I put on, you know a lot of good muscle weight and I felt like I was I felt like I was doing you know pretty well there um but the times when when I would you know eat something I think that would kind of set me off a little bit and uh there were times when I, I landed in the hospital you know from food poisoning or whatever I've always kind of seemed to have a certain problem with certain things um and I had a really bad case of what I thought was food poisoning maybe in 2008 that landed. I, I landed in the hospital for three or four days. And, um, you know, it was, it was kind of at that point where I it was I still had that kind of feeling sorry for myself kind of thing and feeling like a victim. And um, it was not until I met certain people in 2015, you know, nice. until, until I changed that, that I actually realized that the, I, I do have some control over this, you know, and then and everything just kind of changed and shifted from there. It was wonderful.
0: Um, with your GI specialist, was that still part of the VA system, or was that?
1: No, this was um, this private. was out. This is private. Okay. Because
0: yeah. I feel like I've I don't usually meet them firsthand, but it's usually the mom or dad of a soldier that has these like non-visible wounds, like a GI issue. And they're just going to try to toughen out just like it would
1: be like a broken arm and, and things like that. And so I think it probably would have been the same deal if I would have been in the military and, you know, went through uh, the VA. And if, if I had been diagnosed with that while I was in the Marines, it probably would have been, you know, rub some dirt on it and just yeah. and just, just go, you know. Um, dirt might have helped. Yeah, I have yeah absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely it was it was the from two thousand three on it was in the
0: it was in the private uh, sector. So then you can speak to that population, like like if you were to encourage like other military people, because there's the mindset like I have to tough it out. But I don't know, like I'm not I wasn't in the military. I was only in the sports teams, so I think I grasp a little bit of it, but not to the level you guys were. Like, how would you kind of encourage them without like
1: making them don't know feel less than type of thing i think standing on your own two feet is tougher than anything that you can face in the marines or anything in life you know just learning to make your own decisions about things um you know i think that was that would be ultimately the advice that i would have is you know that playing it tough um can mean different things. It, it it doesn't, you know, mean carrying a, a sixty pound pack for miles and miles and miles. You know, being tough about it is 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 actually doing your own research and, you know, starting to formulate your own opinions about things and not letting other people I mean other people are gonna have good advice. I mean but you need to filter that and not let it become, you know, part of you know, like everything about your your decision making process, um, I, I just feel like there's a level of strength in, in that, of just just making your own decisions um, and and not not letting ego become, you know, a big part of, of the decision making process.
0: That's funny. The book sitting on our coffee table here is "Ego Is the Enemy" here by right? Ryan Holiday. Oh, there you go.
1: Oh, or The Obstacle is the obstacles Way. The there's another
0: one, Ego is the Enemy, that he wrote. It's also pretty good.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, because I, I think that's that's a, a lot of our problems as, as human beings. I know it's been a lot of my problem is, you know, the ego just gets in the way. You know, it's uh, yeah, I, I, there's a level of weakness associated with, with um, uh, you know, just accepting things, I guess, being humble. Um you know, I, I think that's there, – there's a time to there, – there's, there's a different way to, to exhibit your strength, I think.
0: So does the ego get in the way more of looking at
1: advice from other sources or – I think so. Or the blocking of, like, actually accepting help? I think it's both. I think the ultimately, I mean, if you get on that, that kick of I know better – than everybody else that, you know, I, you're not going to heal, you know, I mean, because there's, there's so many smart people, you know, I mean, I I just, I mean, you're an extremely smart person, Dr. Kurt, you know, I, when first came and saw you, I, I I think, uh, you know, just the, the level of knowledge that, that you had and that you presented to me, I mean, even where I was at in my current understanding of things, I mean, I was like, wow, you know, and I, I think that being able to open your mind to the people that are around you and just accepting, you know, that, you know, that you don't know everything and that it's okay to listen to people. It's okay to p- take people's advice. It's, it doesn't make you any less than, Interesting. you know. So I, I think that's one of the things that I've, I've typically had a problem in my life with with uh, all or nothing thinking, you know, black or white thinking. It's either gotcha. off or on. and um you know there was always some kind of a you know just just this this resistance that i had to uh, you know maybe accepting you know other people's point of view um on things um and it was like 2015 is you know when i just it was a very humbling experience for me um you know i i was there was a lot of just unusual things that were happening to me that made me question you know quite honestly whether I even wanted to be here yeah. on this planet you know um but something came about me that that allowed me to, to just really just accept the you know the that there were wise people all around me and um you know if I hadn't kind of if I hadn't you know just just taken those those barriers down that I you know I I would not have have uh learned a a thing you know
0: so then how are you using like none of our health journey is perfect but how are you using that to then serve your mission or your purpose or those types
1: of things like how are you well I, i think the the big thing that that i have is is a a great degree of empathy for people um you know i just i throughout this this whole experience i mean it's just I've I've learned a lot about myself. Um, I've learned, um, yeah. I, I guess I've just I've been able to kind of just take that that mirror that's down in front of me, you know, and just allow myself to to use my experiences and things that 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 I've learned along the way through school and through other people and just my, my casual encounters with people and just my experiences. Been able to really harness that. To uh, you know, to, to really just roll up my sleeves and just help people um, through their own pain, you know. I, I understand the hopelessness. I understand how 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 it feels to just just feel like there's just nothing left, you know. And and I, I think that's the the thing that I can help people do is to unravel that, you know, just to to start to challenge these things, start to to really just get down to the nuts and bolts, the core of it. And, you know, it's. I, I think um, I had something else that I was going to say and I can't remember what I was going to say around that, but um, I, th- I think one of the things I see a lot of now and, and it's something that's very prevalent in our society is, is the all or nothing thinking, is the black or white thinking. It's either you know, fats are really bad or... You know, fats are the greatest. You know, you need, you need to put them in. You, you you need to have them in your, your good fats in your diet. Um, you know, there's there's everybody has an opinion on something, whether it's you know it's it's either all this way or all this way. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned through this is that you know there there's no cookie cutter approach to any of it. You know, I mean, you can't you cannot use the same approach for one person that you can use for another and you know it's, it's some person you know, some people may you know may just have a little bit of a mental blockage on on how to get from here to here and you know, that's one of the things i think that you know, I, I recently just uh, got a, a health coach certification too and i've, I've under, understand so much more about the you know the process of you know what makes us do the things we do and uh You know, I think that's, that's the biggest thing I I think is just, is just, um, you know, you listen to people, take in things, but have a good filter, know, just know um, that, you know, listen to your body. You know, I mean, if, if, if something's not working for you, I mean, your body is going to tell you, and you have to listen to that, and and I think that's kind of the, the, the biggest angle that I think that I can, can provide to people is just, you know, don't, don't let anybody tell you that you need to do this diet or you need to be, you know, a vegetarian or, you know, I, I had somebody hit me up, uh, uh, a month or so ago on Instagram and, you know, I, it was, uh, it was about, um, I had posted something about making a whole chicken, you know, in, in, a, in a crock pot. And somebody had come back to me and said, well, you probably feel a heck of a lot better if you just cut out all the meat. And she, there was a whole big debate around this whole thing about, you know, about it. And the big thing that came to my mind was just, man, it's it's not black or white, you know? Yeah, that's, that's. I mean,
0: it's an interesting point. That's why, like, a couple months ago I did an all-meat diet because I've had people come in with digestive issues like you, but the hard part for them was like in their mind, like I know I should be more plant-based and vegetarian and all that, but they're like, it rips me and destroys me. And from their experience, like really what only makes me feel better is to eat meat, especially red meat. But then they're like, well now I'm scared of the whole cholesterol and heart disease and all that. So I'm like, well I'll be the guinea pig for you type of thing. So, So it was kind of that part of it. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's the hard part is like, it's not so much the treatment of the diagnosis, it's taking the journey into account, like I'll have 10 people come in with the same, say they come in with colitis, or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, but were you on Mount Fuji and busted your head open and did you have like, so I mean, there's all these other influences that are going to dictate Absolutely. and determine kind of prognosis for them and just like level of certainty, like in this time frame, yeah, you can't expect this, but like it's that's the hardest part of, I think, what I do, and, and what you'll encounter as you're starting to health coach people, is, like, there's so many other factors that aren't usually superficial, like they're deep emotional ties, or it could be a car accident from when they were 12 years old that wrecked them or something. Like, it's like, all these things that don't seem related, but they are. I've had this internal just firestorm happening for decades oftentimes that yeah now it's culminated oh, right. into, like, an outward expression of some sort of
1: condition or symptom. You know, I mean, the, the good thing about adversity, um, you know, especially in the in the digital world, you know, I mean, there's, it seems like there's a, a lot of, um, you know, there are a lot of varying viewpoints and opinions on things, but ultimately, it's helped me to become more balanced, I think, um, you know, as I, I learned the things that I don't want, you know, I... It helps me to kind of define the things that I do want, yeah. And you know, ultimately, it's helped me to create more balance. And as a result of a lot of these things, I mean, i've 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 kind of started to implement implement things more than I did before. You know, like uh, um, I, I I know that I do eat too much meat. You know, I mean, there is a point where you can eat too much of anything. You know, it's like I I know that I don't do well with a lot of of um, you know like a real heavy plant based diet, but I can experiment, add, you know, take out maybe a, a meal where I don't eat as much meat, or maybe I right. don't have meat three times a day, yeah. and I'm I'm doing things a little bit differently, and I'm that's the big thing is I'm opening my mind to you know different things, but I'm not going to say that I need to do all plant-based diet in order to be well, right? You know, and quite honestly, I I don't do well if I just I've tried. Um, I've tried both. I've tried just eating meat. You know, I've tried, there was a point during the GAPS diet where, where I was doing the intro diet and I just, I could not eat a single vegetable. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it was, it, it would just tear me up. So there was a good three months in there where I was doing just, I mean, pretty much meat and broth for, for a couple of months. Nice. And, you know, it was, it was very, it was a very disciplined effort. It wasn't, you know, the, the happiest time of my life, you know, yeah. that I'm just eating meat. Um, you know but I, it was kind of a means to an end i had to do something like that in order to you know, get myself to where i was but that's just an example of you know an extreme i had to go to but it was a temporary thing it was right. i think there's yeah.
0: season seasonality of things yeah. that we have to go through
1: yeah yeah and that's and that, that is something that that I, I i try not to get provoked by that yeah you know when when, when i come across it I try to remember that as human beings, we, you know, we, we have this, this tendency to, you know, kind of, um, go with the masses, right, you know, and just accept this and accept this as gospel, and, you know, we do that, um, and then we, we feel great about it, and then we, we want to give it to the world, and that's who we are as human beings. We want to give of ourselves, and, you know, it's, a lot of times it comes from good places, you know, and it really does, but I think... The message is, is that there's no one approach for everybody and that, you know, if I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's been a, been a, a great
0: journey for me. Cool. Well, the journey continues. So I guess how do people stay connected with you or find you or? Um, you can,
1: uh, you can look at, uh, our, and I'll our, put it in the show notes here. Yeah. Yeah. Heart to Health Wellness, uh, Heart to Health Wellness, um, just check out our, our website, hearttohealthwellness.com. Um, I have uh, Instagram. We have an Instagram uh, page, Heart Health Wellness. Um, yeah, you can you can reach out to the 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 contact there. You can hit us up through through Instagram. You can hit us up through email, Facebook. Um, you know, how, however you want to do it. Yeah,
0: and you're still kind of in the real world too. Like you're still working corporate stuff as well. Yeah. And so like you yeah. kind of have that. Like you said, the understanding of like. Hey, here's how to apply it to like the real world where yeah I yeah. feel like I get I don't know people look at me like you're in a bubble of health like that's like your job it's your life you're all this type of stuff where it wasn't always that way like I grew into that but you're kind of in that stage of, like it isn't dual it's, career and it's like, an interesting
1: perspective because I, I I do see things from from a lot of different angles you know I see the the just people that are, are you know, working themselves to death. You know, I see people that that are overly you know worked up about this or that. Or I see a, a lot of the stress angle of it. Yeah. You know, I see, I see um, just people, uh, foregoing meals. You know, and just not eating breakfast. And you know, just doing the things that, I, quite honestly, I used to do. Yeah. You know, I don't do that anymore. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I do that every day. Cool. Any last words of wisdom for people, or? Um, yeah, you know, I think the the biggest thing is, uh, I, I think it's the thing I learned throughout this 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 whole experience is the power of the mind. Um, it really does start with how we think about things. And I, I read, uh, a, 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 I started doing a. Um, of course a dynamic neural retraining system and it was a lot of focus in there about uh the the limbic system and limbic system impairment but one of the books that they had as a recommended reading was molecules of emotion and um you know i I started to piece together a lot of things from that um you know just about how our thoughts really do influence how how our body responds you know and and i think the the biggest thing throughout my coursework and throughout working with people was just the power of the body to heal this innate intelligence that's there it's always there if you just harness it and you really fully believe it and that is something that before 2015 I didn't even know existed Yeah. you know I mean it really didn't I just it was. I didn't know it existed you know now I just I have this level of confidence this level of just knowingness that that you know even in my worst days that you know I, I know it stinks sometimes but I, at the end of the day, I know that this body, this wonderful, this magnificent creation, the best instrument that we'll ever own, wants to heal, you know? I mean, and that is that. That is the, the most powerful message I think that I can give to anybody is just cool, yeah. That's it. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. I, Thanks
0: for joining I mean, me on this. And... You're welcome, and, and thank you for having me. It's been fun. Cool. Yes, for you listening, I'll... I'll especially that molecules of motion. I'll put that reference in the show notes. And I haven't read it, but that'll probably be in my next, <laughs> next, next cue to read. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Commission Client Podcast. If you found that hopeful, inspiring, or entertaining, we would love some iTunes love. And as all podcasters request, please subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app. I'm Dr. Kurt Perkins, toasting you to a life of more
1: health and less health care.